Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! Okay, so before we get started with today's topic, I just wanted to mention to you guys that on, and I'll put a link down below, on the 22nd of this month, I'm going to be doing a live talk with a wonderful person that I've just started working with, partnered with, who's basically my events coordinator, community supervisor, any way you kind of want to put it together. We kind of work together and we're making these things happen. And she's going to be moderating and we're going to be just discussing a lot of questions just about workshops that I get. I'm going to I'm do a lot of workshops these days and people often ask, well, what goes on in the workshops? And as I'm coming to uh, Europe next April, we just kind of want to discuss that and also other workshops that we have um, going to be working on. Um, all right. And so I'll put the link down below so you guys can uh, check that out. So it's still going to be through the YouTube channel. Um, so today what I wanted to talk about was um, I got an email uh, message from someone and I want to kind of read uh, what they were. I'm going to summarize it, but sort of what they mentioned, because it's a very common problem and I hear it all the time. And it referred to something that I was talking about last week not rushing so much and just being young and unsure and not knowing where to go and what to do. Uh, so let me go ahead and just uh, read some of this here. Let me see here. Um, his name is uh, Jarrell. And so Jarrell, you know that I was going to say this um, and, and I want to answer your question. Uh, my school, the Art Institute's recently shut down um, due to profit and accreditation issues. However, even before that, I was feeling drained and apathetic about where I was in my curriculum. You know, again, this is a very common problem, just feeling drained and overwhelmed. I've talked about this. I mean, I never went to art school, but uh, art, the students that I meet and the, the stories I hear, and it's a draining factor, um, especially when you're just trying to figure out what you're trying to get into. Um, let me see where we can go here. Just sort of like hitting the, the main heart of the question. Um, However, and I'll continue just, you know, he went into this other part. However, before I was about to submit my portfolio for review, because he wants to do some extended study now, he's sort of at that place where he, you know, the school shut down, but now it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? Um, so, uh, however, before I was about to submit my portfolio to another school for review, I realized that that before I withdrew from my previous school, I was absolutely burned out from juggling a job and going to school for all these years I went. Um, what scared me even more after realizing is that I've never actually had a job where I've gotten to draw full-time or part-time and got paid for it. I wrote down uh, two somewhat uh, long-term goals of getting a full-time job and moving out of my family's house. Um, I don't even know where to start when it comes to getting 
hired to freelance or to his, or at a studio. So this is part of his question. Um, I don't truly know what job or what my pay rate or where to look or if I'm even ready to start drawing full time. When I think about this, I wonder if I should just go back into the grind of taking classes uh, to get more guidance. And then again, gets back into the um, question. Um, not sure where to start with freelancing and not sure whether I should immediately go back into school to learn from the industry professionals about this. I don't know what to do in terms of making a decision, but I know that I do want to have a career in drawing and to get stronger, but I do not know how to map uh, what I should uh, do at this point. All right. So, um, you know, going back uh, here, I'm just going to want to sort of like read through it. So, you know, just not sure where to start freelancing. Again, the thing that I was addressing last week is this, this constant uh, pressure that one puts on themselves that they, uh, of, of making a career in art. And trust me, this is what we want. We want to have a career in art. Are some people going to get it faster than others? Absolutely. Are some people going to have it later on in life come to them? Absolutely. Okay, but I think it is important just to know, and again, because he was sort of like asking just about the, the schooling. Um, I wonder if I should just go back into the grind of taking classes to get more guidance. <clears throat> I don't believe in going into the grind. I mean, I, I don't know that if you're going into something <clears throat> and you're looking at it as it's going to be a grind <clears throat> and this is going to be really tough and this is going to be hard and this is going to be difficult. I don't know that you can really progress from that. I don't know that you can really um, just really succeed in where it is you want to be because I think the mindset's going to be this is crappy I hate this this is a grind this is tough this is hard so I think what in all honesty I don't I know I've said it before I mean I don't believe really in just these schools these four or five year long-term programs anymore I think it was a thing of the past, in all honesty. I, I think you go for short bursts. I think you study with people, you do something, and it becomes a not a huge, long 16-week, 20-week, four-year, two-year course. I'm talking about you're going and you're studying for eight, nine weeks, whether you're doing it online or whether you're doing it in person at a location with someone, but geared towards something that definitely interests you. I mean, you have to... This is the thing, and he talks about decision. I don't know... Um, he says, uh, back to school to learn. Let me see. I don't know what to do in terms of making a decision. And this is the biggest core. This is the answer to it all is the decision. The decision is, you know, here we're talking about a 23 year old. The decision is, yeah, I got to improve my skill set. The decision is, but I'm not sure how to improve my skill set because I don't know what it is I really want to do. The bottom line is, You'll never go wrong if you're learning, constantly learning the fundamental and the foundation. You're learning design. You're learning caricature. You're learning proportion. You're learning certain things. You know, I'm not talking about, again, learning every single muscle in the body. Okay. But you're learning the things that fascinate you. And if you say, you know, I really love character design. I want to be a character designer. I want to do something in the form of character design, whether I'm going to be creating my own intellectual properties, whether I'm going to be doing something, I'm going to be doing something. But that's where you got to decide that this is what you got to do. 
From that point, once you make the decision for the freelancing and everything else, rule number one is you gotta get good. The, the people that are gonna care about your stuff are the people that look at your work and see that you're the person for the job. That you got the basis in your portfolio to sort of make it happen. And this is where, in all honesty, I'm seeing way, 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 way too many portfolios for concept design. Flat out. I'm seeing way too many portfolios for concept design where people, everyone just wants to render and draw their own stuff in their own style, do their own thing and, and render the hell out of it and show their work and say, hire me against every 50,000 billion other artists doing the exact same thing. Now, could you stand a chance over other people? Absolutely. I've talked about this. There's this. So don't go up and think, oh my God, there's 50 billion other people doing it. I can't compete. Don't have that mindset. The mindset is that, you know, again, the biggest shocker to me that I find over and over and over again, people who want to be character designers in the industry, but don't have character designer portfolios. They are so, they, they have character designs in that, but just because you got character design in your portfolio doesn't make you uh, have, have character designer or a character design production ready or what, the, what those sort of things and what that means. So this is where the preparation, this is why you go to school or you do try to learn from someone, but a professional, but some of the, you go to these schools and I'm sorry to say, but the Art Institute wasn't known for the being the best school. They were putting out a lot of people which just were unprepared out in the real world. And it, so it was a, a big shocker to a lot of people. There's some schools that are better than others. But the reality is, is you've got to know what it is that you want to do. And it's the teacher, and it's the quality of teacher that's gonna, that is, is, knows what it is to offer you. So when you're going to school, when you're looking for that, because this was his question, should I go back to the grind? The grind is, no, go back towards and truly work on something that you're gonna find fascination with, whether it's storyboards, design, backgrounds, props, whatever it's color, whatever it's gonna be, you, you, gotta, you gotta know what that is, and that's the deciding factor. So uh, not sure where to start with freelance, and again, the freelance, is a byproduct of your skill set. You're gonna get the freelance when you got the skill set. Again, do you have to be the top of the food chain? No, there's billions of artists working out there who are just there. Listen, we all got our strengths and we all got our weaknesses. And, and, and people are gonna get hired, even though you may look at someone and go, their artwork's lousy, they're still gonna get hired and they're gonna get jobs. Does that mean that you can just like, ah, forget it, I don't need to get better because I might get hired anyway? No, I think that's a bad attitude. I think your goal is you wanna be the best. I don't care what it is, just be the best, do your best. Boy Scout motto, do your best. That's what you wanna sort of like really focus on and that's what you wanna make sure that you're, you're, you're striving towards. So the freelance will come because when you know what sort of work you have, you got to objectively look at your portfolio and you got to look at that and you got to be like, I'm looking at my portfolio and going, what would someone hire me for? Are they going to hire me to do book covers based off of my illustrations? Am I going to be doing spot illustration based off of my illustrations? Am I going to be doing children's books, character? What am I going to do? What would someone hire me to do based on what's in my portfolio? And then when you got that down, then you build up that strong portfolio and then you start researching the clients that you are objectively going out there and seeking and searching for to make sure that the 
these are the people that are going to hire you. If you're doing dragons and, 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 and warriors, well, there's a market for that. You're going to start to enter all the fantasy-orientated world of market. If, they're doing, if you're approaching, if you just do romance novels, covers, well, then go and approach all the people that do romance novels, all those sort of uh, uh, publishers. Don't, don't start approaching uh, engineering dynamics, 101 or you know skydiving for beginners where, where you're doing that you're not going to get the jobs it's not going to work so that's where you start with the freelancing okay and and you gotta find out what people like and that's why i've always encouraged street fairs i've always encouraged conventions i've always encouraged art shows you go and you gotta find out what people are like and why, why, what they like about your work okay so Drawing house. I don't even know. Okay, I don't even know where to start when it comes to getting hired to freelance at a, or at a studio. So I talked about that. For the studio, it's the exact same thing. You got to have the portfolio that represents the position that you want. If you don't know what that is, that's when you got to find out and contact the people and whatever. If they're offering classes or they're offering things for you and you, you know, hey, I want to learn. Tell me something. Give me the knowledge. Tell me what I need in my portfolio. Okay. Um, when it comes to freelance, I don't truly know what job. Okay. Or my, or my pay rate. So you knowing your job, this is again the decision. You gotta figure that out and I'll just discuss that. Um, so in, in regards to the pay rate that you wanna be, first of all, you gotta know what your hourly rate is. You gotta know, and eventually I'm gonna explain this, your hourly rate, your day rate, and your weekly rate. Because you're gonna be asked those three questions throughout your freelance career. What's your hourly rate? What's your day rate? What's your weekly rate? For animation in the animation industry and in the studios, we work off a uh, an hourly rate, but really it's worked off to become a weekly rate. So it becomes you're working off a weekly rate, whatever uh, that may be. So, so that's usually uh, settles that when you're working for advertising studios, different companies, they'll want to know what your day rate is. So it's always important to say my day rate is average of this to that. And then your hourly rate. So the thing that you can always grow off by is your hourly rate. So if you say that, let's just say your hourly rate may be anywhere between $35 an hour and let's say $175 an hour. Okay. It depends. Like, so when you're doing private parties, like for doing caricatures and things like that, your hourly rate could be up to $225 an hour, but you're not working eight hours. You might work two or three or four hours. So, but that's usually an average going rate is about anywhere from 200 to 250, right? On average. So you do that, but in animation, you're not going to be charging that. It's going to be, or I mean, some people do, but you're going to be charging uh, less. But again, with clients, think about like an attorney or anyone else or whatever other profession where you may say that I'm going to charge anywhere between 35 to let's say $125 an hour, $150 an hour. That may be your rate. So over an eight hour day, if my day, if my hourly rate's a hundred dollars an hour, well then that's eight hundred dollars a day. So that's my day rate is a hundred. My weekly rate, forty hours a week. You can do that. Otherwise, usually you can bring down the cost if you're working with a studio because they're hiring you for multiple weeks at a time. So this is how you just start to build that. And so this, I hope this answers your questions. Again, they're common questions. They happen all the time. Um, 
Thanks for watching. Remember, the 20, December 22nd, if you're curious about what I do in my workshops, it's going to be very short, about 20 minutes. Just jump on in. You can ask questions. Anya, um, who's who I'm working with now, is going to be on board, and she's going to be addressing all the questions as, as we're discussing and being a moderator there. So please uh, come stop by if you're able to. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be up, and you can uh, rewatch it. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. To subscribe to my mailing list and stay updated on future workshops and events, please go to my contact at silvertunes.com and simply hit join mailing list. Until the next time, make it a great week and thank you for listening.